today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Acts chapter 6 verse 3 says they must be full of the Holy Spirit to pass out groceries. They must be full of the Holy Spirit. Not just they need to be saved, they need to be a Christian, they need to be a member of the church. They need to be full of the Holy Spirit for something as simple as passing out groceries. Even the smallest task needs to be done in the power of the Spirit and not in our own power. When people talk about living life in the Spirit, do you automatically think of those super spiritual people who spend hours praying and reading the Bible? Maybe you picture the people who stand on the stage leading worship or preaching. It may feel like your life doesn't have anything that requires the Spirit. But Pastor Dan tells us today that's not so. The smallest task can be and needs to be done in the power of the Spirit. Invite Him into the everyday and watch how your life changes. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Joel chapter 2 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Sometimes you'll hear, hear scoffers say, oh, this isn't the last days. According to scriptures, it is the last days. And I want you to notice also, the prophecy from Joel says the spirit will be poured out on all flesh. On all flesh. In the Old Testament, the spirit was poured out on specific people for specific tasks. For example, the spirit's poured out on David. But now, in the last days, the spirit will be poured out On all flesh. Again, this begins, Peter tells us, this begins to be fulfilled in Acts chapter 2 on Pentecost. And its ultimate fulfillment will be in the kingdom age. When Jesus Christ is ruling and reigning upon the earth. And I want you to notice also, there's no distinction here in age, both young and old. Or gender, male or female. Or position, even men servants and maid servants. The baptism with the Holy Spirit is available to all believers. And let me, I want to speak specifically to the young people that are here, because we have so many young people that come. The, the prophecy about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit specifically includes you. It includes young people. It says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy or speak forth the word of God. Your young men shall see visions. And I want to say to the young people, sometimes you might feel like you're, uh, you're, you're not part of things. God is specifically speaking to you. And God is saying that he wants to use you, young people. And he is saying to young people that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit and you can be empowered by the Holy Spirit to be witnesses for Jesus Christ in your generation. And to share the gospel with power. And to live the Christian life. The victorious Christian life. It's available to you also. So you have this outpouring of the spirit that begins here in Acts chapter 2. The disciples are filled with the spirit. They've already received the spirit. Then they're filled with the spirit. Now turn with me over to chapter 4. Chapter 4. Verse 8. 
And we're just going to go through a few verses here. Verse 8, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit. Now he's filled a second time here. Peter's filled with the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Spirit in Acts chapter 2 on Pentecost. Now he's filled again. Look down in verse 31 of chapter 4. Now the disciples are together again. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with boldness because they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So now they're, they're, you know, they were filled with the Spirit on Pentecost. Now they're filled again. They spoke the word of God with boldness. The filling of the Holy Spirit is not just a one-time thing. That you get once and you're good. No, there's, there's fillings, multiple fillings, refillings that we see here in the Scriptures. This is just what the Bible says. Over in Acts chapter 6, you don't, you don't have to turn there, but just I'll point it out to you. Acts chapter 6, you have the qualifications of the men, the church selected to serve tables to the widows, to distribute groceries, okay? Distribute groceries to widows in the church. Acts chapter 6, verse 3 says they must be full of the Holy Spirit to pass out groceries. They must be full of the Holy Spirit. Not just they need to be saved, they need to be a Christian, they need to be a member of the church. They need to be full of the Holy Spirit. For something as simple as passing out groceries. Even the smallest task needs to be done in the power of the Spirit. And not in our own power. If you're a greeter here. If you empty trash cans here. All of it should be done. In the power of the Spirit. Not our own power. Acts chapter 8. Turn to Acts chapter 8. I love this passage in Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. At this point in the book of Acts, persecution arose in Jerusalem. So some of the believers left the city of Jerusalem. They went elsewhere. Philip went down to Samaria. And in verse 4, Acts chapter 8, verse 4, it says, Therefore those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and he preached Christ to them. Verse 6, and the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Peter goes to Samaria. He preached Christ to them. The multitude heeded the things said by Philip. That means they believed on Jesus Christ for salvation. There were miracles that accompanied the preaching. People were delivered from demon possession. The paralyzed and lame were healed. In verse 12, it says the new believers in Samaria, they were all baptized in water. And so this revival breaks out. Multitudes of people in Samaria were saved. They're born again. Lives transformed dramatically, powerfully by God. There, I mean, there's miracles, there's healings, there's deliverance from demonic possession. Wow. I've never seen anything like that. Not to that extent. Now look, look down at verse 14. Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem 
heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Now notice, who when they had come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet, he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and prayed for them, is the idea, and they received the Holy Spirit. Peter and John, when they come to Samaria, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. It says, for yet, as yet, the Holy Spirit had fallen upon none of them. They were baptized in the name of Jesus, speaking of water baptism, but none of them were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Again, we see here, baptism with the Holy Spirit is distinct from salvation. It's distinct from receiving the Holy Spirit when you're saved. And you're indwelt with the Holy Spirit. And please note that it's necessary enough for the Christian life that Peter and John immediately laid hands on them and prayed that they might receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. I mean, think about this. People are getting saved and healed and delivered. And Peter and John don't say, wow, God is really on the move here. You you guys are doing great. Praise the Lord. Keep it up. No, Peter and John say, you need the Holy Spirit to fall on you. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to fill you. And I suggest that many believers today are in the same place as the believers in Samaria before Peter and John showed up. They're saved. They're born again. They've been baptized in water. Their life is transformed by Jesus Christ, but they haven't been baptized with the Holy Spirit. They haven't been endued with power from on high. That necessary peace is missing. Now, turn with me over to Acts chapter 10. And I hope you see that we're hitting just about every chapter in the book of Acts as we're going. I'm skipping some passages here. We want to model ourselves after. We want to be a book of Acts church, right? That's what people say. Well, this is what's happening in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 10. Now, this is a great passage too, because this is when salvation goes to the Gentiles. And probably most of us here are Gentiles. I am. And so this is, you know, this is our family history. This is our lineage here. The gospel goes to the Gentiles. Peter goes to the house of Cornelius who's a Roman centurion living in Caesarea by the sea. And he's invited to go there and he goes there and he starts sharing with them about Jesus Christ. He begins sharing Christ with them. And chapter 10, verse 44, it says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, those that were in the house and those of the circumcision, meaning the Jewish believers who believed They were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God, right? Tongues are always directed towards God. Then Peter answered, can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay 
a few days. So in this case, the moment they believed, the Holy Spirit fell upon them before they were baptized in water. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. The Holy Spirit fell upon the Samaritans that we just saw in chapter 8, and then Uh, Yeah, the Holy Spirit fell upon the Samaritans uh, sometime after they believed and after they were baptized in water. Here, it falls upon them immediately when they believe and before they're baptized in water. What's my point? My point is there's no formula here. There's no formula here. Notice in verse 44, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. But in verse 45, it says the Holy Spirit was poured out on them. It's describing the same event. Uh, Look over in chapter 11. This is when Peter was explaining what happened with the Gentiles to the church in Jerusalem. He's recounting it. And in chapter 11, verse 15, he says, And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them as upon us at the beginning. Acts chapter 2 on Pentecost. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with with the Holy Spirit. So here he calls it the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Fell upon, poured out, filled, baptized with the Holy Spirit. It's all talking about the same experience. Now turn with me to Acts chapter 19, and I promise we're almost finished. I'm skipping some things. We just don't have the time. Acts chapter 19. Verse 1, and it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples. He found some believers there in Ephesus. He said to them, look what he said to them. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, well, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, And to what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, we see that again, he lays hands on them to pray, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now the men were about 12 in all. The apostle Paul could tell that the empowering of the Holy Spirit was missing from these believers lives. It was evident to Paul that they lacked the power of the Holy Spirit. And so he asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? 
Now, obviously, he's, he's not talking about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that every believer receives the moment they believe on Christ for salvation. He's talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And their experience is so definitive that Paul believes they should be able to answer the question, yes or no. Either you've had the baptism of the Holy Spirit or you haven't. Either you've got the power of the Spirit working in your life or you don't, right? I mean, you you should be able to answer the question. And the answer is no. They said, no, we, we don't even know what you're talking about. Now, there's many other passages we could look at together. I just want to quickly point out a few more for the sake of time. In the book of Ephesians, there's a whole bunch of verses in the book of Ephesians about the Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit and the life of the believer. I just want to mention too, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, Paul tells the Ephesians, you were sealed with the Spirit. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit. When you believed, when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for salvation, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. You're sealed with the Holy Spirit. That's what he says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. And then in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, he tells those same Ephesians, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And in the Greek, it's in the present tense, meaning be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not a one-time filling and one and done. You're good. No, it's, it's something that we need to be filled with continually. We need to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. So they're, they're sealed with the Spirit. They're born again. They have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them, but they need to be filled with the Spirit constantly. And so again, we see there's a difference. The scriptures make a difference, a distinction between being sealed by the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. And why, did I, why do I go through all of this? And we could keep going and looking at a, you know, look at a bunch of other passages tonight. The reason is we need to be filled with the Spirit. We need to be filled with the Spirit. We need to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can live a holy life in this crooked and perverse world. And so that we can boldly declare Jesus Christ to this lost world. Listen to me. I'm like you. I get caught up in the news headlines and what's going on in the country and what people are posting on social media. And I get worked up about it and I get frustrated about it. And I text my wife. You just see what I, you know, and I talk to it. I'm just like you. That's not what the world needs right now from us. That's not what the world needs from us. That's not what we need right now. We need to be people with hearts that are rent before the Lord. We need to be people who are broken hearted and filled with the spirit and endued with power from on high who are living by the power of the Holy Spirit. And listen, Luke chapter 11, verse 13, Jesus said, your heavenly father will give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. He'll give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. He's not talking about salvation there. 
when you come to the Lord for salvation, you don't ask for the Holy Spirit. Like you, don't, you don't come and say, well, I've, I've reached the point in my life where I, th- I need the Holy Spirit. No, you come to the Lord and you confess your sins. You ask forgiveness. You receive Jesus Christ. You know, I believe that you died and rose again. And you receive him as your Lord and Savior. He's not talking about salvation when Jesus says, you know, your heavenly Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. He's talking to believers about receiving the power of the Holy Spirit. That we need. That we need. We have the Holy Spirit in us. We're sealed by the Holy Spirit. But we need the Holy Spirit to fill us. To empower us. To be poured out upon us. Especially in these days. Especially in these days. I'm more filled with news headlines most of the time, right? We need to be filled with the Spirit. We need to be filled with power from on high. And Jesus said, we we only need to ask. We, We only need to, you know, earnestly desire to be filled with the Spirit. And again, I'm not trying to be insulting. But if you say, well, I I believe the gifts ended with the apostles or when the canon was. You're not going to be filled with the spirit. Or if you say, I I don't think that stuff's for today. You're not going to be filled. I'm not saying you're not saved. I'm not saying you're not going to heaven. I'm not saying you're not sealed. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. When you look in the scriptures, there's this laying on of hands. There's this praying. First Corinthians talks about earnestly desiring the best gifts for you, whatever that may be. The best gifts for you may not be the best gifts for me and vice versa. But there's an earnest desiring of it. Lord, I, I want whatever you've got for me. Whatever gift I need to get through the day, to get through the week, to be a dad, to be a husband, to be a good employee, to be a good neighbor, like whatever it is, Lord, whatever gift I need to glorify you with my life, that's what I want. Please give me that gift. There's an earnest desire there. And if you dismiss it, then it's not going to happen for you. We need to be filled with the Spirit. We need the power of the Spirit. We need to be endued with power from on high. More than ever. And Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for all these verses that we looked at. Lord, we pray that you make sense of them for us by your spirit. And Lord, that you'd minister to each of us, Lord, just what, where we should land on this and what we should do with these verses. And we do pray and ask in faith, Lord, that you'd fill us afresh with your spirit, that you'd empower us, Lord, with your strength, that you'd endue us with power from on high. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. If you're looking for a book that could inspire an end-of-the-world fame, Joel is the place to start. This book details what's called the Day of the Lord. Many fearful things are mentioned in this book, which is a prophecy of what's to come. Why does this book matter? Well, it's a reminder that God will judge the world and the people in it for unrepentant sin. 
But the positive side of this is that God wants to clean things up so he can make things new. Just like dirty laundry requires washing and even bleaching to get things clean, God will do a similar thing with the world, ridding it of sin. If you're puzzled by what you've heard today or are simply concerned by this book, we'd be happy to talk with you and help your understanding of what's written in the Bible. The number you can reach us at is 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. Please let us know how we can be praying for you as you listen to this series in the book of Joel. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. Pastor Dan will continue teaching through the book of Joel next time. But if you'd like to hear additional messages from this series, you can find them at calvaryec.com under the media tab. We're so glad you took the time to tune in to today's teaching, and we hope you'll continue to be a part of our listening audience here on Ring of Truth. I recognize the hands that crack.